magic makers. Kelsey Foremost here, your host of Find Your Magic. I am a marketing expert, copywriting expert, and mental health advocate helping you build the business of your dreams, which kind of sounds a little bit trite, right? I feel like we hear that a lot, the business of your dreams. But what does that mean exactly? I actually, I really want you to ask yourself that question. What does it mean to build the business of your dreams? Chances are when you start to think about that, you might be focused on a number, like a amount of money that you want to make, or maybe it's having more free time to spend with your family, or maybe it is having more emotional space more energy available to live the parts of your life that aren't your business. Or maybe you want to create a career that you are in charge of entirely, being your own boss. Whatever the business of your dreams means to you, I want you to do a little bit of homework and think about that. And I want you to know that I am here to help you every single step of the way, because I'm not, it's not just lip service. I have helped thousands of people build those dream businesses. Sometimes it's a side hustle. Sometimes it's a six figure full-time gig. It does not matter where you are on the path to creating the business of your dreams. I am here to help you along the way. So this podcast is focused on the intersection of entrepreneurship and mental health. And one of the places where I see people just absolutely getting so stuck and so lost is actually at the beginning. We feel a lot of excitement and motivation to get a bunch of shit done. We have a great idea. We want to turn it into a business and we want it to be done yesterday. And we have an idea in our head of what it's going to look like, but we get super hung up on the actual execution of things like naming the brand or the business, building the website, getting the social media handles, understanding how to do email marketing, setting up funnels, pricing our services and our products, starting to market our services and our products. And all of those things are like little dominoes that you kind of have to set up before you can hit the first one to make them all start to fall and give you that momentum to really start making it a business, not a hobby. So that's the background of where these solo episodes come from. You can go back in the library of this show, just search, find your magic. And you can see an episode um, called how to name your brand or business. That's a great place to start. If you don't already have a name for your brand or business, start there. It's a five-step process that I teach you. You can do it, take it away and have that in your back pocket. And you will have an amazing name that moves with you through time, even if your business and your offerings change throughout the years. Now, today I'm going to talk also super, super practically about websites, your website in all of my years of marketing experience, your website is your calling card. It is your digital resume. It is the place that you have complete control 
over how people feel when they interact with your brand. I think that's a really big point that gets missed a lot. It's not about creating something that's just visually pretty. It's about curating a feeling with your digital presence, but also making sure that you are set up practically and technologically to succeed and to scale. Scale means you get bigger and bigger and bigger without having to start over from scratch every time you have growing pains because we want growing pains, right? And speaking of growth and growing pains, even if you already have a website, maybe especially if you already have a website, I want you to stay tuned for this episode because I'm going to say some things that you may not have thought of yet. And you might want to go and tweak your existing website to make it more effective for you. So let's start with the absolute first baseline, number one foundational thing that all websites should do. Your website should move the reader to take a desired action. And spoiler alert, that's what copywriting does too. You all know copywriting is my bread and butter. I'm a word nerd. Copywriting is the art and science of using words to get a reader to take a desired action but your website also is like the framework within the framework and the foundation where you put words out into the ether of the internet to make people take that desired action. Desired action might be something like subscribing to an email list, buying a product, signing up for a free trial, leaving a review, contacting you, scheduling an appointment, Whatever the desired action is, you want to make sure that you are starting your website with your end goal in mind. I will also say that there are different pages on a website and each of those pages probably will have a little bit of a different desired action, depending on where you are. For example, your contact page is going to have a different desired action than your homepage. So with that, let's take a beat. I want you to grab a notebook or open your notes app or a computer. I think it's going to be really, really helpful to actually write down what jumps out at you with this episode. It's going to be a lot of practical advice. It's going to be coming at you fast. I don't want you to miss anything. Okay. Okay. So what should go on your website? This is true whether you are just starting out and are building a website from scratch, whether you are doing a redesign, like a big all overhaul, or if you have an existing website and are looking for ways to tweak it to make it more effective. Your website should absolutely include the following pages. Your homepage, by the way, this is the most important copy, the most important words Um, is going to be on your homepage because this is what Google sees and tells people what you are relevant for. So for example, my homepage is all about copywriting. And I say, I teach people how to write their own high performing copy, their own high converting copy so that they can turn followers into fans and fans into customers. I say that over and over and over how to write words that sell copywriting, copywriting, copywriting. And what that does is it signals to Google that Kelseyformos.com 
is all about copywriting. It's not just about Kelsey Foremost, the person, it's about copywriting. So your homepage and what you put on it is numero uno most important. Second, every single website should have an about page. It is my belief that every about page should be broken into different sections. We're going to go into that, but about pages should not actually be about you or rather not just about you. Your about page should mostly be about how you help people. When people land on your about page, this is a chance for you to get a little bit more granular about why you help people in the way that you do, why you sell the products that you sell or how you want them to feel. Your about page is a great place to connect on a deeper level. Third, you want to have where you actually sell things. This desired action by the end of this is you want people to actually hit that button and add the thing to their cart. And, you know, if you're a service provider and that's book an appointment, you can fill in that blank there, but your products or your services page, this is where you go into the specifics of the things that you sell, whether it's a service or a product does not matter. And you tell people what makes each thing unique and how it's going to improve their lives and move them towards hitting that call to action button subscribe to the email list, buy the product, book the appointment, get the free consultation, whatever that is. So we've got the homepage, the about page, the products or services page where sales are happening. And then the fourth one is going to be contact. This is super straightforward, simple, a place for people to contact you, right? Like leave you, uh, type in their email, leave a message, leave a message. Sounds like old school nineties voicemail, RIP. God, remember coming home and seeing the blinking light and listening to voicemails. Just me is my elder millennial showing. Anywho, you want to make sure that there is a way for people to get in touch with you, whether it's with a question or a order, whatever it is, people need to know how to reach you. Right. Okay. So those are the four basic pages that you absolutely want. Here are some optional pages that you can include. I highly recommend that every website have a blog. Oh, I know blogging. Oh no. It's so annoying. You have to keep up with it. It's so stressful. Oh, here's the thing. If you're writing captions on social media, you're already blogging. <laughs> a blog does not have to be super frequent. It just has to be consistent. It also is an excellent way to drive people to learn more about a specific way that you help them. For example, I have blog posts that are really nitty gritty about setting up an email marketing platform. I drive people to those blog posts when they have questions about how to write good email copy. Your blog is a place where you can expand on things that you feel you can't expand on, on your normal website pages. It's a great opportunity to let your verbal vomit freak flag fly. Highly, highly, highly recommend having a blog page. The other reason I recommend having a blog page is it does wonders for your SEO. SEO stands for search engine optimization. This goes back to what we were saying about the homepage. 
the more times that you write about a topic, the more Google is going to recognize you as an expert on that topic. So the more blog posts I put onto my website that have to do with copywriting, the more Google recognizes me as a copywriting expert. Get it? Got it? Good. The next page that is optional, but I highly, highly, highly recommend you make it is a freebies page. Your freebies page is where you can list one or multiple freebies or lead magnets where people can click on a link and sign up for a freebie to be delivered to their inbox. This is also how you build your email list. If you're freaking out right now, don't worry. I'm going to do an entire episode. Actually, it's going to be the next solo series episode all about how to start and grow your email list through freebies. Because that is a pretty involved topic, I'm going to wait to expand on that until the next solo series episode. But for now, if you want to see an example, you can go to kelseyformost.com slash freebies and see exactly how I've set up my freebies page. I recommend you have a visual, a short description, three sentences or less, and a button for people to actually download and subscribe via that freebie. I personally have three freebies. Each of those freebies is related to a paid offer that I have. So again, check that out at kelseyformost.com slash freebies. Now, a question I get about this frequently is why do I have to build this page on my website? Why can't I just use something like Linktree to put that in my social media bio and have people just hit a button that way? The reason that it's better to build the page is a, you have more space to describe the freebie and make people more excited about that freebie. And again, this goes back to search engine optimization. It actually takes traffic away from your website. If you put your links in something like Linktree. here's how that works. On my Instagram page, you will see that instead of having a link tree, I have a link to kelseyformost.com slash freebies. Every time someone hits the link in my bio, it tells Google someone clicked on kelseyformost.com. It makes me look more popular to Google. And again, it makes me look like more of an expert, which means when somebody searches how to write your own high converting copy, how to become a copywriter, copywriting for beginners, I'm the one that comes up on Google's first or second page. All of these things feed into that search engine optimization. Your website is so so, so exciting and important for this reason. It essentially is like having a full marketing team doing work for you in the background. If you set it up correctly in the first place. Now, if on the other hand, I had my Instagram Kelsey.writes, and instead of having a link that went to kelseyformos.com, I had a link tree that showed my freebies all of those clicks, every time somebody clicks on Linktree, Linktree is the one getting that traffic. Linktree is the one that's getting that street cred with Google. 
instead of me at kelseyformos.com. Hopefully this makes sense. Maybe we'll do a whole nother episode on search engine optimization. What do you think? Another page suggested that you could have, this is again, not in the immediate toolkit, but something that you could have is in an FAQ page or a frequently asked questions page. I love having an FAQ page because whenever I get the same question over and over and over again, it is so awesome to be able to just send people my FAQ page instead of having to explain myself over and over and over. Here's a time when having an FAQ page really helped me out. When I switched from offering one-on-one copywriting to being education only, I had so many people still asking, Hey, can you write my website for me? Hey, can you write my email sequence for me? And I found that I was having to write in the DMS over and over and over again. Sorry, I don't do one-on-one clients. And then people inevitably be, why, why don't you do that? Can I pay you anyway? And I would have to waste all this time, energy, et cetera, like answering the exact same question over and over. So I wrote an FAQ page and I explained in more detail why I made the decision to stop offering one-on-one copywriting services, came down to time, came down to me realizing that it actually sucked to charge people over and over and over again for writing when I could be teaching them key copywriting skills that they would have for life through courses and through templates. I put all of that on an FAQ page. I could then just immediately send it off and say, sorry, I don't do one-on-one copywriting clients anymore. You can read more about it here on my FAQ page. Let me know if you have questions about my courses though, that I'm happy to talk about. Oh my Lord. It saved me so much time, so much emotional lift. I freaking love having an FAQ page, highly recommend it for y'all. Okay. Now, since we're on websites and I know we're diving a little bit deeper here, here are a couple of things that I wish I had set up from the beginning on my website, which is having all of my social media accounts linked properly on every page. So that means having it in the footer, having it on my blog posts, making sure that basically that I was connected properly to all of my social media accounts, having a email service an email integration properly incorporated. This could mean MailChimp, ConvertKit, what are some of the other big ones? HubSpot, anything that has like your welcome funnels, where your email list lives, constant contact is another one. Um, You want to make sure that you're properly linked from your website to your email integration. But this is like level three. And again, we'll get more into this in the next solo series episode where we talk much more about emails. But you want to make sure your social media is linked properly. Your email provider is linked properly. If you're curious, I use Kajabi's email marketing because I don't have to pay extra for it because I'm already on Kajabi and I have an entire blog post about that. I'll put that in the show notes if you want to learn more. And then lastly, what I wish I had done from the beginning, and it has been a huge headache for me trying to do it later, 
is I wish I had set up Google Analytics from the beginning. This is something you might need some help with, but I guarantee you, if you just go on googleanalytics.com and get an API key, it's essentially a piece of code that you can put into any website. It's so worth it. And what that does is Google Analytics will track what pages are people coming to? How long are they spending on those pages? Are they clicking the links on those pages? Are they navigating to other pages? This has been incredibly helpful for me, especially with my blog, because it helps me see, okay, how are people finding me? What content are they landing on that's interesting to them? What are people searching for coming back to bookmarking, reading over and over again? And what's crazy and cool is that I see about the same 10 blog posts that people really want to learn more about specific aspects of copywriting and email marketing in particular. And so I am able to lean more into those topics, better serve my audience and make sure that they're getting the information that they need. So all of this comes down to building an amazing website. We've got the homepage, the about page, the services page or product page, the contact page, the freebies, blog, FAQ, making sure your social media is connected properly, making sure your email service is connected properly, and big, big, big bonus points, having Google Analytics connected properly. I hope this is helpful. I know it feels like a really big checklist, but I promise you creating a website and just having this framework in mind from the beginning, it's like having 90% of the headache done for you. Now, of course, once you build the website, you're going to need copy that actually converts people on those website pages and you sure came to the right gal for that. If you want to learn more about what words to actually put on these website pages, head to kelseyformos.com where I talk you all through copywriting, how to use words to get readers to take a desired action. Copywriting truly touches every single aspect of your business from what's on your website to what's on your social media, to what's in your emails, to making sales and pitches and sales pages. All of that is truly, truly, truly touched by copywriting and so integral to making sure you are representing yourself to the best of your ability to the internet at large. Thank you guys so much for staying tuned for this second solo series episode. I'm actually really loving these because I feel like I can get a little bit more businessy. I love talking about mental health and self-care and all of that. And I think it's so important. It's been one of the great joys of my life to have this podcast and have those conversations, but also sometimes I totally get that we just need to know what the heck to do. We just need somebody to hold our hand and be like, do this. So that's what this solo series is for. Do this, build your website like this. And if you need extra help, you can always reach out to me at hello at kelseyformost.com on my website, kelseyformost.com. Or of course you can find me on Instagram at kelsey.writes. That's W-R-I-T-E-S. 
Thank you all so much for being here. I'm truly so humbled every single time you show up for one of these conversations. I feel like we're best friends. Take care out there and make some magic. Hey, magic maker. If you made it to the end of this episode, it means you're truly committed to inviting more magic into your life. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and follow Find Your Magic on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to this stuff. Each review truly means so much to me. Thank you for being here. Now go out there and find your magic.